Yo, what's up, guys? Welcome to Street Champs. Quick shout out to our sponsors, Rocky Mountain Blaze. Anything I'm smoking on tonight, I'm smoking Rocky Mountain Blaze. Mention Street Champs at Rocky Mountain Blaze and get 5% off your entire order. Yeah. All right. Tonight, we got Thravi in the building. What up, what up? Hell yeah, bro. How you doing? Good, good. Fuck yeah, man. Excited to have you here. Hell yeah. I've been wanting to do this. I, uh, like I told you before, even before this interview, I kind of really just uh, support what you're doing for the city. You know, ain't nobody really interviewing nobody or... You know what I'm saying? It's, it's cool to see all the faces in the town that are making music because I, I like some of the people that you, uh, you're recording. I don't really, I've never really touched base with them kind of people, but mm-hmm. it's cool seeing different walks of life. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. We're all just chasing the same dreams. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate you, bro. Hell yeah. That's Hell yeah. fucking much love. Yeah, man. I feel like, uh, Pueblo has lots of talent and Hell we're yeah. just, instead of fighting, we just got to yeah. build each other up. Hell yeah. You know, that's I what I feel the same way. Exactly. That's what Atlanta and like New York and shit people do. Yeah. We got to. We got to follow their lead. Yeah, we got. there's a lot of talent here, bro. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. So, uh, Thrive, tell the people a little bit about yourself. Hell yeah. Um, shit, well, I just, uh, a lot of people know me in this city, but uh, I've been trying to touch base with different people out, out of state, you know what I'm saying? But um, I barely started, I barely started doing music about, I would say about six months ago, and uh because my brother really been doing it for a long time since he was like 14 and i'm I'm actually the one that got him into it because uh me and my old friends from middle school we used to fuck around and freestyle and shit but we would never do like some serious shit just like some funny shit you know Mm -hmm. and uh one day uh, me and my homie juan uh, we were freestyling this shit and i was like fat like come on that's what i call my brother fat and uh i was like come on start freestyling you know and he started doing i was like damn well this was pretty good and he started writing this shit, and then, like, I remember he dropped this song on SoundCloud, um, When the Sun Goes Down, and, like, that shit blew up. Like, Bro. the city was fucking with that, and ever since then, he's been writing music and shit, but, um, like I said before, uh, there's an, there was this time when I just wrote some shit, because I just wanted to do it, and I showed my homies, I showed my homie Prophet and, uh, Blow Kane, and I was like, damn, if we should record this shit, and then I'm recording it, we're doing a video and shit, and, like, I posted on Half Pint Films. And it got about, like, 13,000 views in, like, a week or something, you know? Fuck yeah. But I ended up taking it off just for legal purposes. But mm. then I, from there, I just, I started taking the craft a little bit more serious, you know? Mm-hmm. So, but um, other than that, I'm just, you know, I'm just a kid from Pueblo. You know what I mean? And uh, I've been trying to um, been trying to just get shit rolling for Pueblo, too. You know what I mean? So, but. Um, Hell yeah. That's very noble, man. I, f- I feel like uh, that's a good cause. Hell yeah. Um. So you're born in Pueblo? Yeah, I'm born. I'm born and raised here. Hell yeah. How old are you? Uh, 21. 21. Yeah. For sure. Um, what side of town? Uh, so uh, most of my family were all West Siders, but um, I grew up on the South Side. I'm a project baby. I grew up straight in the projects. I've been. I was in the projects from uh, probably the age of like eight all the way to like psh, sixteen. So. I'm a project baby, South Sider. Describe the uh, Pueblo projects, because some people, most people are going to be like, what is that? Oh, yeah, well, uh, the it's the, um, so if you go to the Boys and Girls Club off of uh, Prairie, it's like those new homes that are getting built. So those are all the new homes. Those are the new projects, which is way nicer than what we had. It. I mean, people probably know, but the old projects was, is literally, we called it the bricks, because it's just bricks. You know what I mean? It's it's buildings built of brick. And you can tell it's just like some sex and eight shit, you know what I mean? But um, the project is just really, it's just really people who, uh, that's like their last option to go, you know what I mean? Like, we ain't have nowhere else to live because it's the cheapest. And, uh, you know, it was pretty rough growing up there. I mean, uh, 
you know, there's just a lot of just a lot of drug addicts, a lot of crime going on there. But shit, I loved it. I just embraced what what we had, you know. Mm-hmm. Shit, I think that shit made me. You know what I mean? So definitely, but projects is definitely like the lower class part of town. But I love that place. Every time I, I it's kind of kind of breaks my heart a little bit driving by there and not seeing what we grew up in. You know what I mean? It's all new now. So, mm-hmm. but it's just still the same ass people there. So, <laughs> you know what wow, I mean? yeah. That well, that's the projects. Yeah. Wow. You know, um, I feel like most people are going to be so separated from that idea. Like they're going to be like, "What the hell is a project?" You know, in Pueblo, yeah. you know, most people are um, so stuck in their own little lives, they they can't even. Oh yeah, and then like that's the thing, bro. Is like, uh, is people don't even uh, people don't even like to see other walks of life, like their perspective. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, that's what I've always been that way. My mama taught me always uh, never to judge a book by its cover. You know what I'm saying? And to always just uh, see how people are coming from their side. You know? Because totally. sometimes them them kind of like the the richer people aren't they're not meaning to be rude, but it, that's just how they was raised. You know? Mm-hmm. And they hear the way we talk, the way we walk. And it's just totally different. Mm-hmm. And that's the same way with us is we think they're just stuck up, but that's just the way they are, you know? Mm-hmm. So we just got to kind of embrace each other, you know what I mean? Yeah, totally, man. Um, when did you start making music? So, uh, yeah, so about like six months ago, I started making music. Um, I ain't gonna lie, when I first started, I was complete ass. And <laughs> like, I mean, people might have thought it was good, mm-hmm. but now that I'm really taking it serious, and have you listened to my first song? Yeah. To now, my last song, mm-hmm. you're gonna be like, yeah, he's a, like a totally different artist. Like, he got the um, the cadence is different, the flow's different. You know what I mean? He rides the beat better, um, the message is better. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He don't he don't be saying repetitive shit. You know, just shit like that. So, but yeah, I started about six months ago. Wow, hell yeah! So you've had a you've had a fast come up. Oh yeah, yeah. um, it's it's kind of crazy to me. You know what I mean? Because uh, I didn't think I was gonna get the support I get. Mm-hmm. Cause uh, and I think that's like even with my homie Go Getter. Shout out Go Getter. Yeah, shout sure. out Go Getter. That's that's my homie. You know what I mean? Oh, sorry, she got all scared. Uh, but uh, yeah, Go Getter is my homie. Um, uh, and even with him, he felt like he wasn't gonna get the support. Mm-hmm. But the thing about me is like, if I have the the light on me and I have the people that are supporting me, why not try to get them to support somebody that I love? You okay. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And uh, with Go Get It, I just, he he rapped some shit to me, bro. And I was like, bro, this shit is good as fuck. I was like, let me hop on this. And he was like, for real? He's like, I ain't never been to a studio or nothing. I was like, we're going, fool. And we ended up going. And uh, and since then, it's just me and that fool's been locked in. Like, every song he shows me, I'm like, let me hop on that. And sometimes he's like, bro, this is some personal shit. I'm just like, oh, all right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, but. Hell yeah, man. Wow. Um. So t- describe uh, growing up a little bit, because you, you haven't been making music for that long. So, yeah, you know, so, describe um, your childhood. Yeah, my childhood, uh, it's kind of rough. Mm-hmm. Like, um, you know, I really don't talk about it a lot, but it's good to talk about it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because I, lo- I know a lot of people relate to what, what I went through. I was just a kid from the projects, but, um, you know, like, we was always poor, bro. And, uh, and, um, to be quite frank, my mom and my dad were hooked on drugs my whole life, pretty much. You know what I'm saying? Uh, my mom, my mom's clean now. She's six years clean. But uh, growing up, my dad was on a, he was on a per- Percocets and crack. Mm-hmm. And he just did that shit his whole life. I mean, he fucking caused out for us, bro. Like, just anything we got, he stole, pawned it or whatever. You know what I'm saying? And then, uh, um, and then just like, 
even just like the little bit of food stamps we would get, he would sell that shit. But it's just like the, yeah, we went through that a lot. And uh, growing up, uh, we didn't have a lot, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, fucking me and my brother, we shared a, we, we had two outfits for school. And me and him would share share both the outfits. He would wear an outfit on Monday and then I would wear the outfit on Tuesday. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And we did that every other day. And I know we never we never had a car. Like we growing up we never had a car. We uh um we walked everywhere. And uh yeah, but my my childhood was pretty much it was rough growing up in the projects, but shit, hey, it, we made it where we could be, you know what I mean? Like uh all the neighborhood kids, we played football and we were just out, out all day. You know what I mean? Because our parents didn't really give a fuck what we were doing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, eventually we ended up getting evicted from the project. So we had nowhere to go. Oh, wow. um, actually, me and my my, my mom, actually, uh, she uh, went to uh, rehab because oh, wow. she got caught up doing some stupid shit. But And my dad was actually in prison. So uh, me and my brother had nowhere to go. And uh, <clears throat> my brother is actually homeless by himself. With my cousin, well, I mean, with uh, yeah, my cousin Kenny, and they were homeless and they were just sleeping wherever. But um, luckily for me, I had my uncle, my mom's brother. He took me in, and uh, he he kind of raised me for about like two years, three years, and it kind of put my head on straight. You know what I mean? And I was thankful I had that. Um, and that was really the only time I didn't have a connection with my brothers because he was he was homeless at, at the age of thirteen to wow. sixteen. You know. Wow. And uh, I didn't really have no contact with them. I mean, I would talk to him, but it was just different, you know, because I was with my uncle and my, my cousins. Mm-hmm. And they had me in football. I was doing football. But my brother was dugging it, you know what I mean? And, like, mm-hmm. now that I think about it, it's like, it's fucked up that I wasn't there for him, you know what I mean? But but me and my brother, that's the closest person I have to me. And then uh, since then, um, my mom ended up getting out, and then she got a house. And uh, it was actually right over here on Bragdon. And then uh, my dad got out of prison and he came back and he got her back on drugs. So uh, we ended up getting evicted from that house. And then I've just been on my own ever since, uh, just pretty much uh, paying rent wherever I could find a roommate at. You know what I mean? It, um, just being so young, I didn't have no job experience. I didn't I didn't have nowhere to go. So um, I just I hustled out here in the streets and then find a little whatever jobs I could work. And then ever since, I mean, I'm only 21. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I've been on my own since I was 13 years old. You know what I mean? And wow. even and even at that, like I didn't really have parents. But my mom did what she could. And then uh, my sister was a really big help. Like uh, we never really had clothes or nothing. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. when tax season would come, she had she has five kids. And uh, when tax season would come, she would uh she would buy us some clothes. You know what I mean? And that's really the only thing we would ever get. But uh, shout out to my sister for that. You know what I mean? Which we didn't, probably wouldn't have shit without her. But um. Yeah, but ever since then, I just been on my own, and I and I have uh I have two kids of my own. And, Congratulations! Uh, How old are they? Uh, one's four years old. I had her at the age of fourteen. Wow. Yeah, and then uh my youngest one, he's uh fifteen months, and uh you know I'm ch- I'm just trying to be there for them and give give my son and my daughter the shit I never had, mm-hmm. even just being a parent. You know what I mean? Because materialistic shit don't matter. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Just. Just being present in their yeah, lives. Yeah, just being there for them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Damn. That's very commendable, man. Um, where are your parents now? Um, so uh my mom, she's uh she uh she works now and she's clean and she's you know, she's doing what she has to in life. 
Mm-hmm. She finally she finally is the woman she needs to be. You know, she's a very great grandmother. She's so good to my daughter. Like my daughter, my daughter don't even like seeing me. You know what I mean? She, I want to go to grandma's. You grandma's know? girl, yeah. Yep. But uh, she's a very good grandma now, and like I love her. And uh, my dad, he's still a piece of shit. Like um, I actually, I actually beat him up um, a couple weeks ago because uh, he stole from my mom's house. He broke into her house and stole her shit. Oh wow! Yeah, he's just and he's you know there's there's just some people that um, you can't help. You know there's that's what they'll be for the rest of their lives. Wow. And I've tried to help him plenty of times, and I'm just done with it. You know what I'm saying? So, but that's where he's at now, and he's just on the streets. He's, he's you know what I mean? He's just a lost cause. Wow. Yeah. So um, you really credit your uncle for, like you said, putting your head on straight. Oh, yeah. You right yeah. Wrong. Yeah. My uncle, uh, my uncle, we call him Kiki, but his real name is John. But, uh, yeah, he was always that uncle that you fear, you know? Like that one, your mama says, like, hey, I'm going to call your uncle, boy. Beat your ass if you don't act right. You know, and yeah. uh, he was always that. I've always feared him. But once he took me in, like, it was a different kind of love that I had for him because I ain't never had nobody like that, you know. Mm-hmm. And it was just so crazy. It was so crazy just having a breakfast, lunch, and dinner, you know, every day. And wow. it was, You know what I mean? Because we never had that. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, we, we got our food stamps and shit, but that shit only lasted 10 days. You know what I mean? So when I when I when and then um his wife, uh Nancy Bernardine, mm-hmm. she would actually buy me school clothes and shit. And it was just like it was weird well, yeah. for them to do that for me, you know, like it was just crazy. Mm-hmm. And then the, um they actually got me a job at the fair when I was like fifteen years old. Wow. And uh they taught me how to get it on my own, mm-hmm. not just give it to me, you know? And uh ever since then, like I mean, I really don't have close contact them with them more because, like, you know, everybody lives their lives and we're just completely separated right now. But um, every time I see them, the love is always there, you know? Oh, yeah. Wow, man, that's powerful. Um, you know, do they have any kids of their own? Yeah, actually. They, uh, they have kids of their own, too. Wow. Yeah, um, they have uh, two sons and a daughter. Wow. Uh, three sons and – or, yeah, two sons and a daughter. Wow. And uh, that's how that's how I actually went over there because uh, I'm really close with my cousins. Mm-hmm. And um, – my cousin, I called my cousin John because, uh, you know, I just broke down to him because uh, he was just at the house with nothing. And my mom was out doing drugs. My dad was out doing drugs. And uh, I just had to hit him up. And I was like, what's up, cousin? Can I chill with you? And he's like, yeah. So I went over there. And then, you know, uh, my uncle seen that I was crying and shit. And he's like, what's wrong? And I broke down. And I told him. And he's like, no, nah, fuck that. You're coming with me, you know? And um, the whole wow. reason, the whole reason why my brother didn't go with him was because uh, um, my brother was kind of wilding out, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, I don't think he was gonna listen to his rules because mm-hmm. he was—he's one of those guys that are strict, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, I agreed with it. So your brother's older than you? Um, no, we're twin. We're twins, identical twins. Oh, you guys are identical twins. Born on the same day. Oh wow! Three minutes apart. Holy shit! Yeah. Wow. Wow. You guys look exactly alike. Exactly like I just got face tattoos. And he doesn't. Nope. Wow. That's insane. Yeah, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, I could see how that could kind of form a wedge in between you guys, being the exact same age, exact exact same day, but your uncle only took you in. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and it's and it's not like um, it's not like he uh, said no, only you could come, but it's just like he's not gonna put up with the bullshit. Yeah, you know, because he has a family to take care of and he has kids to take care of. You know, mm-hmm. so he's not gonna jeopardize that mm-hmm. over somebody who don't want to act right. You know. Mm-hmm. Wow, man. 
um, you know, that's that's a crazy story. I I I never heard anything like that actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. And, and it's it's crazy because uh, you know, like that's the story of me and thousands of kids. You mm-hmm. know, even right now, kids in the projects right now. I mean, it's it's kind of fucked up. Yeah, and you, you know, most people they can't even relate. You know, like we said earlier, most people are just stuck in their day to day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's um, it's kind of hard getting people to relate unless they live it. You know, mm-hmm. but um, one of these days, I really want to. I really want to take somebody from the high class over there and show them how it is, you know, just to show them. But you can't even do that with some people. Yeah, I mean, take a video, you know. Yeah. Put it on. Put it on YouTube. Yeah. I feel like that would be uh, a really good learning learning experience for yeah. most people in Pueblo. Yeah, and that's the thing, bro. Is like with this music shit. I promise you, if I blow up and and get some good money off of this, I mean, I, I'm, the goal is not to get money, but if I do, I'm bringing it back to the hood, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, all those kids that are playing right now, I promise you they're going to have bikes. They're going to, you know, they're going to have Christmas presents and I'll do that shit. You know what I'm saying? Hell I'll yeah. get back to the hood. Hell yeah, man. That's, you know, that's a good mindset. I love that. Hell yeah. Most people aren't thinking that. Yeah. like uh, That's the thing, bro. Is like, um, like, of course, I like materialistic shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, who don't? Mm-hmm. You know, but um, I, I was once that kid that didn't have none, you know? And uh, I think a little shit like that will make the world. Definitely. Yeah. I couldn't imagine, you know, sharing the same outfit with my with my brother the same fucking yeah. for a week straight, man. Like, and it's and it's like crazy, bro. Cause uh, like me and my brother bumped heads a lot, mm-hmm. but it's just cause uh, when you're stuck in that kind of environment, it's just all pain and anger, you know. Mm-hmm. And the only ones we really released that shit on was each other. Mm-hmm. Me and my brother fought a lot when we were kids, mm-hmm. but that shit made us closer, you know. Wow, man. Yeah, um, what's your brother's name? My uh, my brother's name, his artist name is Blow Kane. Blow Kane. Yep. Uh, he's actually blowing up in the scene. Mm-hmm. Like I've heard of him. Yeah, and then uh, his real name is Perfecto. Perfect with no. Mm-hmm. Damn, that's a fire name. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, bro. I tell people our names and they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, no, when you told me your real name, I was like, you're lying to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my real name. That's fire. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, my real name's Derek. Nothing, yeah. nothing crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's sick. Um, so, uh, who was who were some of your musical inspirations growing up? Who were you listening to? So, uh, my music, like, so growing up, I would have to say like uh, it was a lot of Chicano rap because mm-hmm. uh, because that's what my dad was listening to. Mm-hmm. Um, he used to have these CDs called uh, Pocos Pero Locos, mm-hmm. and it was just like of uh, just like Lucky Luciano, S.A. Daz, um, um, just Little Rob, just all kinds of shit, SPM, you know what I mean? We kind of grew up on that, and then a lot of reggae, too. Mm-hmm. I was, because I, like me, I'm a big music fan, so a lot of reggae and just shit like that, but um, I really don't have artists that I could say I fuck with, like, 100%, because I just fuck with music in general, you know really? what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, but all together, the kind of music that I like is um, the kind of the music I make, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, that's... But my inspiration definitely comes from that that kind of background of rap. You know what I mean? How would you describe your music? Um, my music is definitely um, it has a message, you know, and uh, it's usually about my life mm-hmm. or the life I'm living, you know. And uh, a lot of it is uh, some gangbanging shit too. But that's just because that's who I am, mm-hmm. and I don't hide that from no one. You know? You still gang gangbanging? Yeah, I'm active. You still active? Yeah. 
what what uh gang do you claim um i'm a warito it's uh it's a we say wattis you know mm-hmm. wicked wicked wattis gang and that's from uh the the where it came from is uh alamosa the homies is really like a family you know mm-hmm. so you've been on since you were 14 yeah about like 13 13 yeah wow um what was that like what what is it like getting put on at 13 um like the bigger it's kind of like a celebration mm-hmm. you know because the whole time you're, you're wondering like when are the homies gonna put me on mm-hmm. you know and then uh, when they finally do it's like you're like unstoppable mm-hmm. you know what i mean like mm-hmm. he's legit now you know mm-hmm. so that's when you get put on that's like like one of the best days of your life what is um putting someone on entail? Are they like trying to knock you out? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, because they the thing about it, the thing about it is, it's making you a soldier. So they want to make sure that you can handle if some busters roll up on you, if the other neighborhood rolls up on you, and you can handle that and take it. You know. Mm-hmm. You got to make sure you're strong enough for it. Wow. Were you one of the younger guys in the set at that point? Um. Yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. Um. The neighborhood that I'm from is a lot of older homies, mm-hmm. and I, I keep in touch with a lot of older homies, mm-hmm. but. I really, growing up from, like, the age of 13 to, like, 17, I was really trying to just recruit a lot of homies, like, for the, come be a J with me, homie, you know? A what? A be a J, because that's what we're, uh, we're J's. We oh, throw okay. up J's for Juaritos. Oh. And I was like, be a J with me, fool, mm-hmm. you know? And But the thing about it is that the gangs, that gang, my gang, is, my hood is not from Pueblo, mm-hmm. so it's hard to recruit somebody, Pueblo fools, that are not from Alamosa, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But most of the most of the homies from Pueblo are either from Bessemer Mm-hmm. Are they from? Are they Dukes? You know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, so Juaritos, that's what it's called. Yeah. Are they? Um, their color is blue. Yeah, we're Sudanios. Sudanios. Okay. Yeah, just like go get it and I say silent. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, is there any beef in Pueblo with any of those other rival gangs? Um, no, no, not really. I mean, I beef with a couple of um, they're called United West Side United Crips, but there's some solid homies. There's a couple of solid homies in that in that little clique, but other than that, I beef with a lot of, lot of them homies. Mm-hmm. Hmm. What do you think? Um, do you, looking back on it, do you think it was a mistake to join, or um, would you have not changed anything? I probably wouldn't have changed nothing because that's what made me. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm proud of where I'm from. I'm proud to be a a, a southern soldier, you know, because where we're from. Um, that's really all we have. Really? And that's our image, you know, mm-hmm. for uh, Southern Colorado. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, no, I wouldn't change nothing. Really? Wow. Um, you you're, you have a wife or a girlfriend? Or? Yeah, yeah, I have a girlfriend. You have a girlfriend? Yeah. Uh, when did you meet her? Um, Actually, I met her when I was like 16, 15. 16. Yeah. So you were already uh, in, in your clique by then? Yeah, is she is she in the clique or is she nah, affiliated? Nah, she's not affiliated for sure. Her, um, actually, her <laughs> the be we did the crazy thing. She lives in this place called Dog Patch, mm-hmm. and that's the enemy's territory. Oh, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So I'd always have to drive by there and just see some of the enemies, but they ain't never shake none. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, I mean that's that's gotta be tough. Like going to see your lady, and like you're just going there to chill, and then you fucking gotta drive by. Like yeah, the then, ops every single day. Yeah, and like, like that's fucking. Your dog patch is kind of like, uh, it's, it's a little active out there. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, could you explain dog patches for people that like don't know a little? Yeah, bit? Yeah, so, uh, so, um, 
Dog patches is the territory for the gang called Aces, their East Side Aces. Mm-hmm. And then right over the tracks, probably like three, four blocks, is East Side Dukes. And uh, they're called Los Canales. And um, them, they beef with each other. They've been beefing forever. But Los Canales, Dukes, they're Sureños. So the Aces would, would always be dissing on the Sureños, you know? Mm-hmm. And we're all Sureños. So... Once you diss one of us, you you know, mm-hmm. you kind of just got to get get it from all of us. You For know? sure, yeah. Wow, so they're they're beefing just three blocks of separate separation. Oh yeah, some beef? yeah. I mean, this that beef will never die down. Like wow, that beef is all that beef's been here since before I was born. You know, wow. so psh, I cannot tell you. That's just something that only the older homies know. You know, really. Hmm. Wow. You know, I I'm unaffiliated. You know, so yeah. I don't. This is all news, new uh, things to me. Yeah, yeah. Wow, man, that's crazy. Um, no, that's, aside from aside from all that, um, so you're still talking about that in your music. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, the biggest thing is I really don't diss aces, mm-hmm. um, because I mean, yeah, we don't get along, but um, my main enemy is Norteños, you know, and. Uh, they're Northerners and we're Southerners. And, well, our cause is different from their cause, you know? What's your cause? Our cause is, uh, you know, just, they're, they're, they went against the grain back in the day. They went against what we started. So, just for that, they got to get out of the way. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? What is, um, you know, what's uh, the Sudanians pushing to, to youth or, like, in general? What's their... Um, so, um, Sudanians, like... Back in the day, in prison, it was just to protect our people, you know? Mm-hmm. And from as, from my understanding, it's what my older homies told me, you know? And, uh, and Sureños, the, we, we were, were organized, you know? Mm-hmm. Everything in prison is organized. You know what I'm saying? We're not like, I don't mean to be racist or none, but we're not like um, the colored people because they're wild, you know? They go against each other. And and the thing about about, about Mexicans is... We were we run we run a tight ship, you know. Mm-hmm. And when you go to jail, um, Sudanios, they run shit. You know what I mean. So you gotta watch where you go, certain places at a certain time. The whole yard. If you're Sudanio, the whole yard. We have to do burpees together. You know, you do 113 burpees together, and everything's like a tight ship. You know, if you gotta bag the trash. We call it bag the trashes. If a busher comes in or a child molester or something like that walks into the pod, you know. The youngest homies are, or any homie, they have to handle that, you know. Whether it's risking, risking your, uh, your, uh, your good time or going to the going to the hole, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So you've been locked up. Yeah. How much time have you done? Um. So uh, when I was uh, when I was thirteen, um, I had some beef with some older homies, mm-hmm. and uh, they see me at the bar. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, I wasn't at the bar, but I was just driving by, mm-hmm. and I was actually parking at Little Caesars. It's right here next to the. I think it's called the Pixie, or not, not the Pixie. I don't. I forgot what bar it's called. But I was. Uh, I seen him, and I was like, "Fuck!" I already knew, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, this homie like backed his truck, and he had like four or five homies, and I was like, "Hey, homie, I ain't getting out, so I'm about to run you over," you know. And he's like, "You won't do it," and I backed my car into his shit, and uh, I ended up getting in trouble for that. Somebody called the cops on me and shit, you know. So I ended up getting a uh, reckless driving and uh, 
all kinds of other shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then so I, from then I had warrants already because I didn't go to court. Mm. Truancy court. I had warrants for truancy. I never went to school. And then um, and then uh, one of my uh, one of my homies, he had just got out on parole from a youth youth offenders, mm-hmm. and he had a gun on him. And I was like, "Fuck that! That's my gun," you know. So I oh, took wow. I took the the rap for him. I won't say his name. He knows who he is. But I took the rap for him, and uh, I barely just got off papers from that about a year ago. Oh wow! Yeah, from when you were thirteen. From when I was, I think I was like sixteen at oh, that time. Oh shit! But um, five years. Yeah, so I took the rap for him. Um, because if he would have got caught with that, he would have went to prison, and he wouldn't went to big prison. He would have went to the big boy yard, you know. Yeah. So as a, I, as a young man, as he was sixteen as well. Uh, I think he was about like 17 or 18, but he was about to turn 18 like that month. Oh, wow. So he would have went to prison. Wow. So uh, I took the rap for him. And then um, and then when I was around, and then uh, I went to the Denver Bronco game one day, mm-hmm. and uh, we got pulled over. And I was like, fuck, we were on the highway. There ain't nowhere to go. So I just told my homie, I was like, hey, if I'm going to jail. And they took me to jail. I went to this, uh, this facility in Aurora, Colorado called The Foot. I ended up getting in there. And that's enemy lines. You know what I mean? There is no homies there. I mean, there probably was, but I mean, as soon as I walked in, they asked me if I game banged and shit, and I told them what's up, you know? And the thing about it is... Who asked you? Um, they're, they're, um, they're not North Daniels, but they're called... They're NSMs. They're called Northside Mafias. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, don't, they don't say they're homies, but they're, they rep the N and they were red, you know? So off the bat, I was like, shit, what's up, homie? I threw up my set. I told them what was good, like... If you, you folks want to do whatever you want to do, let's get it going, you know? And they're like, no, you're good. Uh, just mind your business. And I was like, cool. Well, anyways, I ended up went to go call my mom because nobody knew I was locked up. Mm-hmm. So I went to go call my mom. And as as I was calling her, I got jumped by like four or five of them. And uh, I got jumped. They broke it up. And they bounced me to another pod. And uh, they bounced me to another pod. Not that I checked in, but... What does um, that mean? So check-in is like when they bitch you up and tell you you got to leave. Mm-hmm. But I didn't check-in. They just moved me because shit would have just kept popping off, you know? Mm-hmm. So I ended up going to another pod. And this pod was full of colored homies. And they were crips. Mm-hmm. And uh, everything was cool. But, you know, after a while, they start, you know, they just start kind of trying to get at you, you know? Because you're Mexican. Yeah, just because. Yeah, not only that, but like... um you know, they just think that they're running shit. Really? So they, like, they were like, hey, fool, you can't do this, you can't do that. And I'm not that type of person to do that shit to, you know? Mm-hmm. So I ended up fighting this one homie, and me and him were fighting for a minute because we we had a cell together. Oh, wow. And me and him were fighting for a minute. And uh, I ended up getting the better of him. And uh, uh, he ended up, like, starting to kick the door. And uh, so they, they came and brought him out. And then... um. It was crazy. They kept me in that pod, and I told him I was like, "Shit's just still probably gonna pop off because he has homies in here." So, mm-hmm. but excuse me, that's cool. But um, next thing you know, it was kind of crazy. Uh, two homies, Sureños, I think they're from Aleph, La Familia. That's their clique, and they came in, and uh, I was like, "You fools are homies," and they're like, "Yeah." That's the first time I heard of that that audio, you know. NF. Yeah, uh, no, it's LF. LF. Yeah, La okay. Familia. And uh, that's the first time I heard of that click. And I was like, shit, why well, are you homies? I'm a homie, but I'm not from here, you know? And they were like, shit, we're riding. And I was like, bet. We're what? We're riding with we're you. We're riding with you. Yeah, right? so uh, from then, there was three of us. 
and there's about like six of them of the Crips, and uh, but they never fucked with us because they we, they knew we had each other's back. See them, they would just walk around by themselves and do whatever, but us we stick together mm-hmm. because we're all we're all we have in there, you know. So, but I was in there for about um, three months, and um, I was just it's fucked up because I was just waiting for Pueblo to pick me up. And Pueblo took that long to pick me up. Like the Pueblo Police Department? Yeah, Pueblo Police, uh, yeah, county, Pueblo County. Mm-hmm. I waited three months for them to pick me up, and I went to PYC, and I got out the next day. Holy shit. You know what I'm saying? They're like, oh, yeah, time served, get out. Oh, my gosh. So I, yeah, so I was like, oh, that's bullshit, you know? Mm-hmm. So I ended up getting out, and then uh, probably about like four or five months later, um, my little niece had told me that her boyfriend was beating her up pretty bad you know and mind you know she's like 15 and this homie's like 21 oh fuck no yeah so you know yeah. i'm just like already pissed about that mm-hmm. and uh so uh i go to his house and i knock on his door and it's just his little brother his two little brothers and i was like hey what's up is uh is my friend tyler here you know that's what his name was and uh he i don't know, I remember that i don't remember what his name was i think his brother's name was tyler but uh i was like hey are they here and he was just like, no, they ain't. But they knew because I just had that look, you know. Mm-hmm. And you see somebody like me coming up. and uh, <laughs> What do you mean like you? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I look like a gangster, you know what I'm saying? I was I was back then, I was fucking, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Back then, I was just wilding. Mm-hmm. So I knocked once. They told me no, and I wasn't taking that for an answer. So I went back, and I kicked the door. And uh, I ended up getting a burglary charge for that. And then... um the the older brother he tried to like fight with me so I pissed away with him. Oh fuck. Yeah, and it just turned into a big ass deal, you know what I mean? And then I, I ended up uh I, I I ended up leaving the scene from there and I thought I was cool, you know? Like I was like I always think that people are street like me and they're gonna keep a hood and I'll call the cops. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought them folks were just gonna come like try to come get back at me, you know? But no, they called the cops. And um the funny thing about it was I didn't know nothing about it until about three months later uh, my PO was like, hey, come in. Let's get you off probation. Yada, yada, yada. You know, just fucking buttering me up. And you know what I mean? So I went there. And next thing you know, like seven, eight deputies pull up on me. As soon as I get into the to the office to tell him that I was there. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, um, Flavio said you have six warrants, felony warrants. I'm like, what the fuck for what? And they're like, uh, they're like um, burglary, batter, or burglary, assault with a deadly weapon, all kinds of shit. And wow. I was just like, oh, you fools are fucking tripping, you know? I was like, that ain't me. And then it was funny because at that time I was like a little bit bigger than what I am now. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, I said you're about 200 pounds. I was like, that ain't fucking me. Look how fucking big I am, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And uh, it was just funny. But um, I ended up uh, going to jail for about a month and I bonded out on a on a $50,000 bond. And uh, well. yeah, I ended up bonding out. Being, I would put, got put on house arrest. For about a year and a half. And then... Uh, How old I'm, were you at this point? I was 18 at 18. this point. So, if I, I was I was prepared to go to prison. Because at that point, I was just like, fuck, I'm going to prison, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, I ended up paying uh, 15000 for uh, Joe Concilia, for the, a lawyer. Mm-hmm. And he got me a good deal. He got me eight years probation. Shout out Joe, bro. I hear he be doing the most oh, for bro, his clients, that, bro. No, yeah. He's a he's he's real professional. You know, fuck he's yeah. really he's really good, bro. Like... um. Like, he really cared, you know, and he knew what he was doing. Mm-hmm. And that's the whole reason why I got him, because my public defender wasn't doing shit, bro. Like, my public defender seen me about once the whole time I was in jail. Yeah, they never do. So yeah, and he was just telling me to take the fucking 12-year deal in DOC. I was like, well, you're fucking tripping, bro. What this is the, the first fuck? time I've been in trouble as an adult. 
He's like, yeah, but you have a bad, uh, you have a bad, um, what, what can I say? Like a, you have a bad childhood. Mm-hmm, like a history. Yeah, a bad history. So they're not going to show you no love. And I was mm-hmm. like, no, fuck you. You're fired. So I fired him. And uh, we kind of got into it. And he's like, oh, you think you're, think you're going to get something better? I was like, shut up. You fucking public pretender. And uh, he just, you know, and then he ended up telling that to the judge and shit. But the judge actually, uh, he was like, yeah. He's like, well, you're on house arrest for a year and a half. That obviously shows that you, you kind of got your head out of your ass. You know, he's like, I'm going to give you a break. Uh, the DA came up with the eight-year probation deal, which is kind of fucked up because that's a long time to be on probation. But yeah. it's better than being in prison, you know? Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so. So um, you're still on probation? I'm still on probation. And you got it when you were 18? I got it when I was 18, so I'm 21 now. Like 26? You'll- so, yeah, 26, but I'm eligible to get off next year. Oh, wow. Hell, yeah. Because it's half the time. Wow. So, um, and, uh, the thing is, is, um, yeah, I'm about to get off, but, uh, my brother had made a music video mm-hmm. about, I would say, uh, when did we drop it? We dropped it in April. And okay. It, yeah. And it got about like 50,000 views. Fuck yeah. And, um, the feds got a hold of it and they raided us, bro. And, uh, we don't know what's going on. Like, we don't know if they're going to come with charges or whatever, but, um, we're still waiting on our indictments. It's still ongoing. Yeah, it's still Holy ongoing. Holy fuck. Yeah, what, what was in the music video, I think, that um, tipped, tipped him off? Uh, mostly just uh, talking about just, you know, hustling in the streets and shit, you know? But there was no guns. There was money in it. I had about, like, $30,000 in it. But other than that, not enough, you know? Mm-hmm. But they used... Because we did the, the music video at my apartment. And they used that enough to raid my house, you know? Wow. But, like, you know, I won't say what was in there. Mm-hmm. But... um. It wasn't even my apartment. I never signed a lease there or nothing. You know, it was just, I was there sometimes. Ended up braiding it. And uh, they told me they were going to be back in three weeks with my indictment that I was looking at 20 years federal prison. That's what the DEA officer asked, told me. And I told him, you know, like, fuck you. Uh, take me right now, motherfucker. <laughs> you know what I mean? And uh, I told him, uh, you got any questions, you can ask my lawyer. And uh, next thing you know, he's coming down with one of my hoodies. Puts it on me, uncussed me. He's like, I'll be back for you and your brother in three weeks. And it's been about like nine months. You haven't heard nothing. I got a lawyer and he told me there's nothing he can do because uh, I haven't been charged with nothing. Uh-huh. I, I mean, it's either one, they fucked up, they don't have nothing. Or two, I'm part of a big ass Rico and I'm probably going to get sweeped with like a hundred fools, you know. Mm-hmm. So we'll just see what goes on. You know what I mean? Are you scared? No. Nah. You're not scared? No, nah, because I know what I signed up for. You know, um, that's the biggest thing is a lot of homies... A lot of homies get into shit and they don't know what what they're signing up for, and that's the biggest thing is you can't be a snitch because if you're a snitch or a chomo, which is a child molester, mm-hmm. it's no good for you. You're gonna die in prison. Really? Yeah. Oh wow. Which what's worse, being a snitch or being a child molester? Um, both. They're I I I I hold them to the same. Wow. You know? Yeah. You're a child molester. You're a piece of shit. You're a rat. You're a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, getting back to the music video, did they say how they came across it? Oh, so yeah. Um, actually, I have a, I have a picture of the thing, of the warrant that they sent me. Yeah. Or like the papers they left at the house, and they just say that they came across a video on the U- on YouTube platform, and then they just took a screenshot of it, and uh, that's pretty much saying that, that was pretty much the reason why they rated us for that. Right there, look. You mind if I read it out loud? No, go ahead. Okay. 
So for the people that are not watching this, uh, I just I just got a a sheet of paper handed to me with uh, Thravi's, uh, I guess it's a what affidavit. It? Affidavit. Okay. I won't say the location. <clears throat> it's kind of hard to read. Yeah, the subject premises is located near. No. Okay, so the first photograph of the apartment complex was captured with a publicly available music video titled Hood Prayer, in which Flavio Sacedo and Perfecto appear. The The video is available publicly on YouTube platform, and your. Damn, what the fuck is that word? Affiliate or something. And your know. affiliate was able to capture a screenshot. The second photograph was captured from body f- camera footage by a Pueblo police officer. A department patrol officer in which Flavio is visible with an unidentified male. Wow, that's that's intense, man. For them to show you a photo of yourself. Yeah, bro. And then, like the crazy thing is, is like the the next picture I'm about to show you is the actual warrant. And it, the crazy thing is, it's the United United States District Court, which is already federal. So you're not. It's not state. Federal time is totally different from state time. You know. Wow. Federal is like the big boy shit. You know. But um, the code is 21 U.S.C. 841-A1, which is conspiracy to sell drugs. And then number uh, 846 was just a like a distribution charge or whatever. Uh, DEA task force, Daniel Garcia, yada, yada, yada. You know what I mean? But, I mean, I I haven't heard nothing from nobody. Mm-hmm. You know, my, my probation hasn't even been uh, provoked or nothing. Like, they're about to let me off, you know, so. Wow, yeah. You know, hopefully they made a mistake. Yeah, not on, not only that, not made a mistake, but like you know, like uh, they per- they were just harassing us for music. Mm-hmm. You know, and they kind of figured like we really don't have nothing on them. Yeah, you know, you know what's that called the um, the hip hop police? You know, that's oh, real. Yeah, in, and in the thing cities. about it, bro, is just like um, they don't like to see rappers do good. Mm-hmm. You know, especially because the message that we're pushing. Mm-hmm. But they have to try harder than that. Wow. I mean? Yeah. Wow. So. um you really deep down you're not like scared at all um deep down people die in federal prison you know people people don't fight in there they stab each other and the thing about it bro is like yeah of course um it's it, it kind of affects me every day like i wonder if the day the days are gonna come for me but at the same time bro it's like i could never be a rat and i will i will never be a rat mm-hmm. you know and that's the reason why I share it with people, because I ain't hiding nothing. I d- that's why we I made us. That's why we made me and Go Get It made a song called Hurt They Feeling. You know, fuck the Fed. You know what I mean? And I made a song called Come Get Me because I told them, you know, come get me. You know. Damn. And uh, and you know it's pre- it's pretty. The message is pretty clear. Like, I'm not gonna rap. And if you have anything on me, I'm gonna take my bid. I'm gonna get out. My face card's gonna be good. I'm gonna get out with my respect. And homies will never be able to call me a rat. You know what I mean? And I won't hide that. Anybody wants to call me a rat, they could come look at these papers. And if you still feel like I'm a rat, then you could try to beat me up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it won't happen. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I feel like if that if if that was in me, man, I feel like uh, if that was me, I feel like, you know, I guess being an unaffiliated person, most people think of prison as like, it's over. After you go to prison, you know, like, yeah. it's going to be harder to find a job. It's going to be harder to... And it already is harder for me to find a job because I'm a felon. Mm. You know what I mean? So, but the biggest thing, bro, is like, um, I don't expect 
for a person like you. I don't expect for a person like you to live the way I am and not be a rat. And not saying that you're a rat, but I'm just saying I don't expect for you not to snitch because you don't live by what I live by, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And that's what I don't get about other people's. They go attack somebody like the people that snitched on me. I didn't. I'm not like, oh, that fool's a fucking rat. Da, 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 da. But I can't do that because you can't expect that from somebody that's not a gangster. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So the thing about it is, is people are out here calling people rats and shit. But how are you expecting for somebody that's a law-abiding citizen not to snitch and call the cops? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. that's what you're supposed to do. But for me, I don't do that. I handle shit my way, just like me and my homies do. You know? Mm-hmm. And that people don't like I said people don't look at different aspects they just look at the way they see it you know yeah definitely um your uh your tattoos on your body do they do are they have any gang meanings or are they um, just, what do they mean yeah this one this w is just from when I was raised like in the west side and shit but would you mind just like uh, oh, yeah, going to the camera oh yeah yeah, yeah for oh, sure. just, no it's like oh, okay yeah, yeah. yeah like well uh, this one 719 is just obviously from where I'm from mm-hmm. and then this teardrop is for uh, some homies that I lost that died, you know, gang affiliation or lost to the system mm-hmm. and some other shit. But I can't say it on camera, obviously. But um, and then just like you know, I have a lot of tattoos. There's nothing else matters. It's actually a car club that I joined when I was like 14 years old because I had a Monte Carlo when I was 14 years old, mm-hmm. 15 years old, 16, somewhere around there. Yeah. I don't remember, bro. But um, I actually joined this car club, and I'm probably like one of the last members left. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, we were actually pretty deep. We were like about a little 40, 30 deep. And then um, the vice president, rest in, pre- rest in peace to my brother Snacks, um, he ended up passing away and shit just went left for the whole car club. You know, everybody just went to different car clubs or there was beef inside the car club, you know. And to be quite frank, I don't really talk to nobody from that car club no more, but I still rep it because that's who I was. You know what I mean? And that's mm-hmm. I put it on my body. You know what I mean? Shit, I'll be the last member left if that's what it comes to, you know? Yeah. Wow. And then just like other shit, like life goes on. I have a lot of my shit is just to show people where I'm from. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Wow. Yeah. Um. But when you do time, they uh they inspect all your tattoos, huh? Oh yeah. Um. I actually have a I actually have a homie that's got out the fed. Um. My OG J Loco, and he I because I I told him what was going on. I say, hey homie, I need some clutch off from you, and I mean clutch off mean just like some like knowledge, mm-hmm. you know. I was like, I need some clutch off from you, homie. Like, how's it in the feds? What? He's like, shit, as soon as you get on that bus, you get off that bus and the homies walk up to you. They tell you to take your sh- your shirt off, see what tattoos you are, and ask for your paperwork. Make sure you ain't a rat. Make sure you ain't a child molester. And they just make sure you, you are who you say you are, you know, mm-hmm. type shit. And they see, you know, and then um, if you don't gangbang, I mean, obviously, if you gangbang, you got to ride with, you know, the gang you're riding with. But if you don't gangbang, the feds is so big, bro. It's it's a it's a U.S. penitentiary, so that means that you're, because state time is just your state. You're doing time with people just from your state. But if you're doing federal, you get shipped off to somewhere with people around the country. Mm-hmm. You know, you can have people from Tennessee. You got people from uh, New York, people from California, you know, and they're just all there. But if you don't gangbang, then you just ride with your state or the surrounding areas. Mm-hmm. So say, like, I'm from Colorado, but I don't gangbang. Then you're going to chill with people from the Midwest or Colorado. You know, yeah. But if you're, if it's just like that, you know what I mean. On uh, it's crazy. Uh, you say that on TV, it seems like, you know, it's it's so separated by by race and color. And and the thing is, is is um, it kind of is, 
you know, like um, that's kind of, like it, that's how it kind of is because, like in Colorado, there's Mexican blood, you know, mm-hmm. and a lot of them they watch it with the colored homies, but a lot of the colored homies don't accept them, you know, because they say you're Mexican, you can't be blood, you know. Oh really? Yeah. Oh wow. And then the bloods because the Mexican they had they actually have a lot of bloods in Denver, and there's some down here. I know a lot of Mexican bloods. I actually have some family that are Mexican bloods, but um. Yeah, so they ride with them, but sometimes they ride with the homies just because it's Mexican, you know? And, I mean, of course, they ride under us, but Sureños run everything. Really? Yeah, in the feds and in prison. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, what about, like, MS-13? So, MS-13 is, uh, there's this there's this little group called, it's called uh, La M, and that's, that's, we all rep the 13 because that's the 13th letter in the al- alphabet is M. Oh. You know? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I, I probably knew that. I fucking could have done the math, but, you yeah. know, I didn't know yeah. that off the top of my head. So we all, we all ride for the 13 and MS-13. Actually, I actually know a homie from, I know a couple homies from MS-13. Shout out to my homie Tejano and uh, Listo mm. and a couple other homies from MS. But, um, yeah, they ride, they ride under, they, we ride with them too, Sudanios ride with them. Really? Yeah. Wow. Um, so you would say that your uh, your lifestyle basically um, shapes your music and your sound at this oh, point yeah. in your life. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. At any point in your life, do you see? And the biggest. Sorry, I could, no, you're good. The biggest thing, bro, is like um, the thing about my music is I add the same message that the older homies are saying, but I do it in a new way. Mm-hmm. You know, so the way me and Gogeta are doing it. Is like a new way of doing it. So either they embrace it or they hate on it. But either way, we're still gonna do it. Mm-hmm. You know, because that's who we are. Like the new, like the new sound of rap you guys are putting out. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's like the same message, just different. The, the different way of saying it. You know? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And different beats, of course, because a lot of a lot of Chicano rap or like of homie rap, which I like to say, like to call it like the homie rap. Is like it's like that older California type beat, you know? Oh yeah. And like the one hurt they feelings, the one that I showed you is more of like a Detroit type beat, you mm-hmm. know? Yep. But it's just more of like it's like more of like an energy type beat. So that's why we do it on that kind of beat, you know? Fuck yeah, yeah. And that uh, that song hurt they feelings, dude, is so fire. Oh fuck I yeah! I really man. enjoy that song. Hell yeah, bro! Uh, mm-hmm. It's gonna be dropping online B soon, so I already know it's gonna do numbers. Hell yeah, yeah. Um. I told Go Get It this, but uh, when you guys dropped that mixtape activated, yeah, yeah, I know I definitely was in my room, bro. Like fucking peeping the whole that whole tape, yeah, yeah, shit's fire. Oh yeah, bro, I appreciate it. Fuck yeah, and a, a lot of those songs are like really like gutter my life on that. That one is really talking about, um, you know, I say in it, um, I never learned cursive in school, but I learned a pack of tool, you know, and uh, you know, people, I talk about my close ones shooting their veins doing drugs you know just mm-hmm. as about what we go through you know mm-hmm. and then hurt they feelings is the game banging shit is what we what the life we live mm-hmm. you know and then activated of course just more of the game banging shit but um but go get it definitely is probably one of the best artists i've ever met yeah and he had, he had a, a quick come up too man he said oh, he's, yeah. he's been he's a newer artist oh yeah he started i was doing it for like three months before he and he was the one that was pushing me to do it you know because it was crazy, bro. I never met somebody that I would put one of my songs on in the car, and he was rapping the whole fucking thing, you know? Mm-hmm. He's sitting there like, 
I'm just looking at him like, damn, fool, you, you memorized that? He's like, this shit's fire as fuck. And he knows a lot of unreleased shit because as soon as I'm done recording, I send that shit to him, you know? Because mm-hmm. I want his, I want to know his opinion. And sometimes he's like, yeah, that ain't it, my boy, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I appreciate that because a real friend's going to tell you. Facts. So a real friend's going to tell you whether it's good or not. You know, what kind of friend are you if you're going to let him release some junk ass shit, you know? For real. Most most people will do that, and they will, yeah. Because you know, I don't know why, but I'm not. I'm the same way, bro. If I really don't fuck with your music, because there's a lot of artists in Pueblo, you know, that um, they're cool as a person, but they shouldn't be making music because it's not good. Oof. You know, talk about it. You know what I mean? And who I just who's the top top three in Pueblo right now, other than you, obviously. Um, Def my top my brother for sure, and Blunkin. then and then uh, second I would say uh, Still City Hustlers. Still just sure. and that's just because and I and I would say go get it but go get it I've kind of put him with me you know like me and him are a little a thing together you know we, we want to start a record label so I'm not going to say go get it but he would be my top you know mm-hmm. but Still City Hustlers just because um they've been putting their message out for a minute and I've been bumping them for a minute you know mm-hmm. um so Still City Hustlers second and then um third who uh, there's just so many good artists here you know but third, I would say, um, damn, it's that hard, bro. For real? Yeah. Um, third, uh, I actually know this one. I don't know if you know who he is, but his, he goes by Most High. Oh, yeah. And Most High is really, bro, like, he's one of those ones that are, I don't know why the fuck he hasn't blown up yet, you know? Really? Because Most High, bro, like, I listen to his music and it's just, you know, it's really good, bro. Like, the message he has and shit and the... I actually have a couple of songs in Most High, but I never released them because I didn't like the way they came out. So, really? Yeah. So, um, yeah. I, not not that, but not about like the engineering or anything like that, but just I thought I could have did better, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have heard of Most High. Actually, I've heard of all those guys. But, uh, you know, you're not the first person to say Most High is one of the top three in, in Pueblo. Yeah. A lot of people have said that. Yeah. And then, on, uh, on this you platform. know, like, um, I would, I would say, uh, my, my homie Bird. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, Bird. Yeah. Bird's really good, mm-hmm. bro. Uh, Bird and then, uh, one of this homie I know his name's Michael Shorts, and he's really good. He don't release no music, bro. Oh really? I don't know why he don't release no music, but he's good, bro. Like, yeah, he's good. Damn, yeah, you gotta tell him to get in the studio with you, bro. Bro, bro no, we tell him. Everybody's told him in his whole life, but he's just one of those people where I think he makes music just solely just to vent, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't care about the music like that, you know. Yeah, that's fair. You know, um, maybe one day he will. Yeah. Yeah. I hope he does. He'll have Hall because that's he, a lot of talent. Fuck you know? yeah. Who's uh and Prophet and Prophet's really good too. Prophet, my homie Prophet. Yeah, hell he's, yeah, he's really good. Shout out Prophet. I haven't heard of him, but you know, yeah. put me onto him. Yeah, he uh he actually has a song on my brother. A couple of songs you should check out. Um, they called one's called Damaged. Damaged. That's about like twenty thousand views right now. Oh fuck but yeah! But it's really good, bro. Hell yeah! So uh, Blow Kane and Prophet. Yep. Damaged. Yep. Hell yeah! Y'all peep that. Um, who are you listening to now? So now. Um, outside of Pueblo, outside of Pueblo, yeah. Now, I listen to a lot of California rappers, like um, um, just like uh, actually a fool that I did a song with. His name is Swifty Blue. Mm-hmm. I listen to a lot of him, Chito Ranas. Um, a lot of people don't really know these people. I mean, I mean, a lot of the homies do, but a lot of people don't know them because they don't. I mean, they're big, of course, out there, but not here because nobody really, you know. But um, Chito Ranas and then um, I would say like uh, Memo the Mafioso mm-hmm. and just like that. Like I really, those are really the, like the music I kind of try to aim at to try to make, you know? Yeah. Hell yeah. 
Um, so you're not bumping like any like uh, Drake or Kanye or nothing like um, that. So like the thing about me is I really do appreciate music, and Kanye is definitely like a fucking god in music. I think so, mm-hmm. but not like not saying like that. He's like like I bump him and shit, but he paved the way for a lot of shit. You know, for like that other kind of rap. You know. Oh yeah. And same with Drake. Like Drake's, I'd say I admit Drake's the best artist in the world. But that's just because ain't nobody selling more records than him. There ain't nobody selling out shows like him, you know. Uh, and he has good songs, but it's just not something I would bump, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, wow. I mean, maybe if I'm in my feelings or something, <laughs> yeah, bitch with something. the girl, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. So you got no opinion on uh, Donda versus Certified Lover Boy? Um, actually, I do. Uh, I thought Kanye's album was weird. Really? Yeah, like, um, but it's just. You have to be like a a different type of person. Or what would you call like somebody like an antisocial person? Yeah, yeah. Kind yeah. of like that to understand his music, you know, because that's kind of what he is. But um, I won't say it's bad, but it's just something I wouldn't bump. But like I understand the message he's trying to get to. Mm-hmm. But Certified Lover Boy is definitely an album that's going to do way better because he's making music that for these bitches to shake their ass and he's making <laughs> yeah. music for for. To for songs to be bumped in the club, you know, and like you know, mm-hmm. and a lot of people, a lot of people like songs that get you in your feelings, you know, like a Rod Wave, bro, like that's and look at like a Murray. Oh yeah, you know they make songs. Murray's really good, bro. He's the top artist in my book. Like I listen, I'll bump him. You oh know? yeah, no, he's really good. And um, you know, Rod Wave, I'll bump him too. Kevin Gates, Young Mo, um, just like a lot of different. I'm a um definitely a music fan. Young Mo recently passed away, right? No. Oh. Mo three, I think. Yeah, you're thinking Mo three is really good too. I yeah. fuck with Mo three. You know, Young Mo's actually um, shout out to Young Mo. My brother actually has a future with him. Oh really? Yeah. Uh, shout out to Young Mo and uh, hey. yep, and uh, the homie called uh, Young Squad Roo. That's his like his brother, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, they actually we flew him out here. Oh really? Yeah. They did a they did a song, a couple of songs together in a video and shit. We're about to fly out there to Virginia to finish it. Virginia? Yeah. Oh, wow. So um, that's where they're from. That's where Bernie Sanders is from. <laughs> is it really? Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. I, I forgot he's alive. <laughs> no, oh, wait. Kidding. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. I thought he was going to be president. But anyways. long should have. <laughs> yeah. Long story short, um, we're about to fly out there and go finish some music with them. And I think that will open a lot up for my brother because the music he makes is totally different from my music. You know, he makes that music that people feel like in junior feelings. And my brother really talented. Really? Mm-hmm. You uh you sing too, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I have some songs where I be like singing and shit, but um, a lot of those songs I don't want to release because Why? that's just like some personal shit. You know, that's some shit that I'd vent to. But like songs like that, I'll release. There's some songs, of course, that I'm gonna be able to release. But I mean, I've only released one EP and about like three singles. So mm-hmm. I thought, I mean, I have like about sixty songs, bro. You know, so yeah, just stuck in the yeah. uh, in the vault. Yep. Hell yeah, that's that's what you gotta do. You gotta have a little yeah. ball stash. Always. Oh yeah, then like, cause I, I'll show some people a song and be like, bro, this shit's sick, you know. And just there's always a time for to release something, cause I feel like if if you release as an artist, if you're not big yet and you just keep releasing music, it's just gonna sit there, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So you gotta you gotta get your fan base up, and then you know, then you start dropping the fire for sure. <clears throat> yeah. Um, what do you think differentiates you from like other artists your age? Um. So the biggest thing, bro, is I like um everything I'm doing as an artist is um it's different, bro, because a lot of a lot of artists my age don't um take it serious and they're not they're not investing in themselves or investing in the craft that they're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, like um I'm talking about like buying buying the beat, leasing the beat, um 
having the best camera guy, having the best studio. Like, I understand everybody don't have money like that. But, um, you know, if you really want to take this shit serious, bro, it costs money. Oh, you yeah. Know, and you got to pay to play. So you think that's uh, that's what separates you is that you're not afraid to put the money behind yeah, yourself? Yeah, and not only that, but um, the biggest thing, bro, is like the message. A lot of people uh, my age don't have a message behind their songs, you know? Mm. They're talking about like fucking bitches and getting money getting money and doing this, doing that, you know? And it's just like, I mean, I, I say some shit like that sometimes, but who don't? You know what I mean? That's mm. And then a lot of the times that's what people want to hear. That's what sells. You Thanks. know what I'm saying? So... You got to kind of put it in with the message you're trying to say sometimes. Mm-hmm. But um, other than that, like, and then a lot of times, bros, um, you know, a lot of these people make music and think they're going to be the next Drake or the next Kanye or just trying to say, like, a big name, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, bro, like, the chances of you blowing up in this game is slim to none, you know? Mm-hmm. And once you figure out, if you're trying to make music just to blow up, it ain't going to work, bro. Like, you know what I mean? It's just people, like you said earlier, the ones that, I only make the music just to vent or to have a message for their people or music for their people are the ones that blow, mm-hmm. you know? So, like, look at Murray, bro. When he dropped Quicksand, I watched that when it was at, like, 25,000 views. Oh, yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, um, he dropped Quicksand, and it was at, like, 25,000 views, and I showed my brother, or my brother showed me, I was like, bro, this fool's gonna be good. Like, he's gonna blow up. And I listened to it, like, for, like, a week, and, you know, he just kind of just lose the song after a while. Mm-hmm. And I came back to it, and it was at, like, 30 million and it's like, damn, this fool blew up. Fuck you know? yeah. And that video just him in front of his like And apartment. and he's in the projects, bro. Yeah. That's the projects. You could tell that's the projects when, when you have a lot of low class people just chilling on doorsteps and shit, you know, like and it blew up because that it's genuine. Mm-hmm. You know, it's uh it's genuine and he's not faking nothing, you know, he's having a good time with the people he loves in the city where he's from. Fuck you yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's people gravitate to Something they can relate to and something yeah, that's and the real tangible shit. to them. Yeah. And, real, yeah. and something they can relate on. Mm-hmm. See, if you don't make music that nobody can relate to, it's kind of hard to blow up, you know? Mm-hmm. Facts. But the thing, the world is so big, bro. There's somebody that's going to relate to your music. Mm-hmm. Whether you're, if your shit's trash, it's been probably some trash house people, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Oh, man. But no, you're definitely right. Um, there is a, there is a little corner for everybody. Yeah, always. And that's the thing, bro, is, um, me being so young, bro, it's kind of me putting, being put in the situation where I had to survive by myself, you know, or like with my brother and shit is, uh, I found myself as a, at a young age and a lot of these people don't find themselves till they're older, you know? So like I say, bro, like, um, a lot of people don't even, a lot, like a lot of people start on something and they'll just drop it and pick up on something else, you know? Mm-hmm. And the thing about me is I probably will never drop this. I probably will always make music, even if I don't blow up, you know? Fuck yeah. Yeah, that's the mindset you got to have for anything. Yeah. For any any type of business, you got to be like, I'll do this whether I well, have no customers, yeah, you know? I, exactly. I, just, I enjoy it. Because you're believing in your dream, you know? Exactly. Yeah, that's kind of how it is with me my, and this podcast, man. I'm like, I don't give a fuck if no one watches. I'll I'll interview a bum down the street. Yeah, and, and, then, and the thing is, bro, is you have people like me who, because when I first seen this, I didn't even know until that show. Um, that we did at the box. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, go get it. Him, he'd be like, "Hey, brother, someone wants to do a podcast with us." And I was like, "Oh, yeah, for real." I was like, he's like, "Look it up." And I looked it up, and I swear I watched like the first because you didn't have too much videos up yet. Mm-hmm. I think you only had like four, but I watched all four, and like they're like about an hour long, and I watched all four. Damn, mad so, love, bro. Thank yeah, you for oh, that. Yeah, and, and they were shit at first. They were ass. <laughs> and it's like not only that, but it's just like um, you know, I just 
I, I was just like, damn, like, he's actually asking the questions because, bro, I've seen some interviews and they're like, do you know who Quando Rondo is? Or do you, uh, yeah, or do you, yeah, and it's just like, that has nothing to do with him. Yeah. You know, like, why the fuck would you ask him that? Yeah. You know, like, or uh, did you do drugs as a kid or, you know, like, or, uh, I mean, like, if they're going to say it, yeah, I mean, but, or just stupid shit, bro, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I, and then the go-getter was like, he wants to do an interview and I was just like, shit, let's do it. But, you know. Um, my daughter ended up passing away, mm. and uh, I'm so sorry to hear that. Yeah. I'm so sorry. To hear yeah, that. I was actually uh, kind of fucked me up. You know what I mean? And yeah, I can imagine. I've been kind of unmotivated since then to even do this music shit because life is just kind of hitting me right now. But at the same time, I, uh, my videographer, uh, shout out to Video Visuals, Daniel Howard. Um, he's just like, "Hey, bro, like you're too talented just to not keep going." He's like, "I believe in you," and I. It kind of got me out of that mood, so I'm going to the studio on Wednesday to Fuck chase yeah, my man. dreams, you know? Yeah. You know, that's something that's all it takes is for someone that you that you enjoy their content or you look up to them and they're like, hey, man, I see it in you even when you don't see it in yourself. Yeah, and that's the thing, bro, is like um, with Daniel is I didn't really like my music at first. And then Daniel was telling me that it was good and that he wanted to do videos for me and shit. And then Go Get It really pushed me. Like, Go Get It was... Once I seen him rapping a song that I did, like memorizing it, mm-hmm. I was like, damn, like that's love, you Fuck know? Yeah. And the thing about Go Get is like, he's just not a homie for music. I grew up with Go Get uh, actually, the first day I met him, we were gonna fight because uh, I walked into class, I think it was sixth grade, and you know, he's just this biggest, biggest <laughs> dude in there, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm like the second biggest dude in there. I'm like, this is my classroom, fool, you know, and yeah, he, you know, but no, we got we ended up getting along and. Um, we share kind of the same story, you know, like we're from the ghetto, we grew up on our own and, uh, we kicked it a lot as kids, you know, cook, kicked up a lot of dust, you know, mm-hmm. we were in the sandbox together a lot. So, um, and then we always related to each other, you know, we fell off for a little bit, but the love was always there, you know, like mm-hmm. you see one of your good friends and you don't see him for a minute, but you see him again, it's just like the same love, you know? Yeah. You just pick up right where you guys left Yeah. Off. But this music shit really brought us closer. Really? Yeah. Yeah, when I had my uh, short conversation with Go Getter, you know, he uh, he seems like he wasn't expecting, like you said, he wasn't expecting all the love that he got, and he wasn't expecting that um, people would actually support him, you know? Yeah. Because growing up in Pueblo, it seems like if if they're not telling you a good job, they're fucking talking shit behind you, behind your back. Yeah, and, you know? and like, that's the thing, bro, is I told him, because he's like, fool, a lot of fools hate me down here, and I'm just like, bro, you got to understand, is um, there's going to be a lot of support, bro, but you got to get it out there, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was like, bro, I'll tell you right now, because I've done music reviews with Daniel Mains at his uh, studio. Yeah, shout out Daniel. Yeah, shout out Daniel, that's a good homie. He's actually do- he's doing a lot for the public scene, and I really oh, yeah. appreciate it, you know, even having us out there, but we was doing music reviews, and... People were sending music, bro, and I was like, this shit is ass, you know? Like, I rate this shit a two, you know? I do. Yeah, and he, uh, he, you know, Daniel was like, fuck, bro, like. Don't be so harsh. Yeah, and I'm just like, bro, I told you. I hurt feelings, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's not that I it's not that I hurt feelings. It's just that, you know, I would want somebody to rate me the way they think, you know? Totally. I mean, I'm not saying I'm biased and everybody else, everybody's shit is ass. Because there was some really good artists on there. And even if I don't like that genre of music, if it's mixed and mastered good, if it sounds good, the cadence is good, I'm going to say, yeah, this shit's good. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, I could see, if I was a hippie, I could be bumping that shit, you know? But 
other than that, there was some shit, some rap shit that I got said. I couldn't remember the arts, but it was, just wasn't it, bro. And, you know, I'm not going to sit there and lie. That's yeah. just what I think, you know? Definitely. Yeah, I could definitely see you as a hippie. You got hippie vibes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the thing, about, the thing about it, bro, is it's crazy because uh, my auntie, she's Native American. She's, like, really hippie. And oh, really? I, I kind of grew up with her and her kids a lot, and they're kind of, like, really hippie-ish, you know? Yeah. But they're cool as fuck, bro. Hippies okay. are cool as hell, bro. The only thing that sucks is they smell like gun arms. But <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's, they're cool, bro. Like, they're down-to-earth people, bro. They really understand, you know? They, uh, they're they from different walks of life as well, too, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, hell yeah, man. Um, I am Native American, and I grew up around a lot of Native Americans, too, you know? Uh, Shout out to Native Americans, bro. Fuck you yeah. Know, they, this is their land. Facts. You mm-hmm. heard it here first, folks. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, um, yeah, it's... So it sounds like you had a lot of um, different, like, influences in your life, you know? Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, hell yeah, bro. Um, the biggest thing for me is, uh, is, like, a lot of people tell me, like, damn, you have a hard life. And it's just like, why are you showing me pity? You know what I mean? Like, don't do that shit. You know what I mean? Like, this shit made me who I am. I think that's why I'm so strong, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and it's, just, it's crazy because I've been through a lot of shit in my life, you know? Mm-hmm. And... Um, it really did make me who I am, and it didn't break me, obviously, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, there's been times where I'm like, fuck this, I'm done, you know? But I just, you know, wake up every day, and you get to it. Fuck yeah, man, that's a beautiful mindset. Yeah. You got to have that mindset to to take yourself from zero to 100. Yeah, and, you know? and the thing about it, bro, is like, I'm not going to sit here and lie to you and, 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 and to, you know, your, your people and tell them, like, oh, I wake up every day, like, let's get it. Because there's some days I wake up, I'm like, fuck this, I'm sleeping all day, you know? Like... I'm just, like, a regular person like everybody else, you know? Like, a lot of people, it's crazy, bro, because, like, I'll go to car shows. I'll go even, like, we'd be pumping gas. Me and Tiny be pumping gas, and people walk up, like, can we get a picture with you? Like, your music's tight. And I'm just, we were out at the bowling alley. Me and my lady, they were out at the bowling alley a couple of days ago for her nephew's birthday. And this little kid's, like, 10 years old getting gumball, and he's like, are you Blowcane and Throvy? <laughs> and I was just like, no, I'm Throvy. And he's like, I like your music. And I was like, damn, how old are you? He's like, I'm 10. And I'm just like it's crazy to me because wow. I I have people that young looking up to me, so I gotta I gotta stir them in the right direction, you know. And it's just, and I'm just like a regular person, like everybody else, bro. You know, like that's one thing about a lot of these fools. They get a little bit of clout and they just think they're better, and they, you know, like. And the thing about the thing about it is like, I, yeah, I post a lot of my highlights on social media, you know. But the thing is, bro, is like I don't really like social media, bro, because that's people's highlights of their life, you know. Mm-hmm. They're not showing all the bad shit they go through, you know. So once you start, once you start comparing your life to somebody else's life, and or their social media life is what I'm saying, you know, it's not going to be as good. But I think social media kills people's joy, you know. So I'm just like a regular person, like everybody else. I grieve. I uh, I go through shit. You know what I mean? I just I handle it better because I've been through so much shit. But that's why I understand people so much, you know. Definitely. What's uh. What's in your near future? What what do you got coming up? Um, so uh, actually uh, I have a this hurt they feeling is dropping on Latin Beast, which is gonna get a lot of play. But I actually have a video with uh, Swifty Blue and Lil Tarvieso. Lil Tarvieso is from Springs. He has a he has a hit song called uh, Thuggin. It just hit a million views, and uh, you know he uh, it was kind of weird because we uh he ended up coming up there with us to Cali with the video guy with Daniel. Mm-hmm. And I told him, I was like, hey, fool, I want you on this song, you know? And I was like, how much would you charge him? Because, you know, I'll pay somebody, you know? I mean, if it's not if it's not ridiculous, but, you know, I pay for their talent, you know? And then after a while, you know, 
But he's just like, I'll do that shit for free. You're dope as fuck. And I was like, bet. And it was wow. crazy because I went to the studio with Swifty Blue. I paid this for like three months before I even went out to Cali. And we go to the studio, and it's just a song with me and Swifty. And Travieso is like, hey, Travi, let me hop on that. Because his name is Travieso, my name's Travieso. I was going to ask about that. Yeah, his name's Travieso. My name's Travieso. He's from a shout out to Parkside Vario in Springs. Um, but uh, he's from he's from Springs, and his name's, his hood name's Lo Travieso. My hood name's Lo Travieso. And, uh, he's what just, does Travieso mean? So it's just like, like a little shit, like a, oh. you know, like a little crazy little one, you know? Mm-hmm. But um, anyways, uh. Anyways, uh, we were in the studio, and I was doing that shit, and he's like, hey, can I hop on that? And I was like, shh. Kind of got honored, you know? Like, he kind of, like, he's kind of, you know? Yeah. For him to say that my music was good, it was kind of it was kind of dope, you know? So he ended up getting on it, and then uh, we weren't even going to do a video. And Swifty was like, let's do a video. And I was like, bet, let's do a video. So we ended up doing a video and shit. We ended up uh, going out to Cali doing it in, in Swifty's hood. Wow. And, uh And, uh... It was crazy because after we did the video, we got rolled up on by like twelve sheriffs, bro. Threw us out the car. Was about to write us tickets for for having bandanas out and shit, because you can't flag in California. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and uh, and it was just crazy because all of us were on probation. Darvieso was on bond. Daniel was on probation. I'm on probation, and I'm just like, fuck, I'm going to jail in California. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, but they let us go because we didn't have nothing. You know, they just kind of just knew we were making music and shit, but. Yeah, but then I have that come in, and um, like I said, I have like 60 songs. So I'm just really waiting waiting for my time to come to uh, to start dropping shit, you know? Hell yeah. Yeah, it'll, it'll come, man. You know, um, patience, what is it? They say like, I don't even know. With patience, you know, good things come to those who wait. Yeah. You can't just put all your shit out there and expect it to go. Yeah, and that's the thing, bro, is like uh, is a lot of people will do that. And they don't blow up and then they get discouraged and then they stop making music, you know? Mm-hmm. And the thing about me, bro, is like a lot of people tell me like, when are you going to release more music? When are you going to release more music? And it's just like, it's not that I, it's not that I'm slacking. It's just that um, certain shit has to fall into place for something to fall, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of just waiting. Everything has to be perfect for to me. Like, the video has to be perfect. The song has to be perfect, you know? Like, as long as I know I'm re- releasing something that I thought was absolutely perfect, then I'm fine. Whether it blows up or not, you know? Mm-hmm. Do you ever think, you know, that could get in the way? They say uh, perfection is the is the fucking opponent of, like, of success. Like, yeah. If you're too worried and, about being it. And the thing perfect. about it, the thing about it is um, I like to perfect it, but I will still release it, you know? Like, there will be some times when people are too perfect, and then I'll be like, oh, I'm not releasing it because it's not good enough. Mm-hmm. But, no, because I think, I think if you're, if you're, you know, if you're really trying to perfect something and you go at it all the time, it's going to get done. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's with anything. Because you look at artists' songs from when they, their, their first songs to their last songs and they're totally better, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck what anybody says, bro. I look at even Drake. Look at his first songs compared to the songs now. They're just totally different. Oh, yeah. Better, you know? And practice makes perfect. Mm-hmm. Wow. Hell, yeah. Um, do you have any anything you want to say to anyone? Any shout-outs? Um... Yeah, just a quick shout out to a uh, just quick shout out to a uh, um to like I said Daniel Howard. Yeah, shout out Daniel. Yeah. I want to get you on the show, brother. Yeah, yeah, let's get him on there. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I want to say shout out to Go Get It for show. For sure, mad love to Go Get. Yeah. Um shout out Blow Kane, Still City Hustlers and uh, and all my fans and supporters, you know, like 
it's crazy. Like I said, it's crazy. We went to a, um, a lowrider show in Springs, and there was like a group of kids. And they were, are you throbbing? Can I take a picture with you? And it's just crazy to in me. In Springs? Yeah. Holy shit. And it's crazy to me because like, um, you know, I'm just like, damn, these fools really think I'm like somebody, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's just crazy to me. So, but like I said, um, we have a lot of shit coming. So just stay tuned. And I appreciate you for having me on the show, bro. Of, of course, man. I appreciate you so much for your time, bro. Yeah. Fucking thanks for talking to me. Um, yeah, mad love, Ravi. Thanks so much. Hopefully, yep. this isn't gonna be the last time. Oh no, I mean, we'll be here when this video is getting millions of views and when I'm getting millions of views. You know? Hell yeah. Yep. Facts. All right, guys. This has been Street Champs. Thanks so much for tuning in. Like, comment, subscribe. Shout out Rocky Mountain Blaze. Peace.